Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Hello, welcome to Canny Cross Conversations. Today we continue our Canny Cross Stories feature and we're really excited to be joined by Victor Garrick to chat to us today um, and tell us a little bit about his Canny Cross adventures with his, his two dogs. So hi Victor, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, fantastic to be here. Uh, really looking forward to this. Um, yeah, I've been looking forward to it all day, really. So, yeah, excited oh. to get going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Because we see you all, all the time on uh, Canny Cross Trail Runners. So, Do you want to um, just introduce yourself and your dogs? Um, well, first of all, um, for those who don't know, uh, Victor is actually my middle name. Uh, my first name is um, Ine um so um but again victor is still my name as well but obviously on my facebook and instagram handle it goes by victor um i've been running now since oh when did i start running i started running when i turned 30 um when was that that must have been 2000 and (laughs) that's well five years ago what is that so that's 2017 when i started running and i mean I, when I first started, I didn't want to run more than 5K. Um, and then 5K turned into a 10K race. 10K turned into a half marathon. And um, I skipped the marathon bit and just went straight into an ultra marathon. Um, so I started running with um, Zuko um, over a year ago now. Um, well, saying that the start of this year, we started running properly yeah. um, together. and. Um, no, I've just been going from strength to strength. Both of us uh, really, uh, really enjoy running with him. There's a, a lot of things I've learned um, in the course of the last couple of months uh, running with your dog. Did you, did, how did you find out about Canny Cross? Did you, was it something you just saw online or was it something that you thought, right, I'll do that? Or did you start running with Zuko on a lead or, you know, by your side or whatever? Well, before before I before I got Zuko, um, I used to run uh, with a local running group, and uh, we used to go out, go out and do a lot of trail runs. And there were two people in the group that had um, dogs. They used to come along the trail runs, um, a border collie, and um, I think the other dog was a sprocker. Uh, but the border collie was always there with us, very intelligent, very loyal, always off the lead, always knew what to do. I was just fascinated by it. I was like, oh gosh. I was like, a dog can really do all this, you know. And, um, you know, he'd go for ages. And I thought, oh, do you know what? It's, um, it's something I'd like to um, experience. Um, I'd, I'd never had a dog um, before. Always used to be petrified of dogs, actually, um, growing up. Um, I had a bad experience when I was five. Um, I got attacked by three uh, German shepherds. And, um, but, you know, I didn't let that sort of weigh me down um, over the years I've sort of overcome that fear and then running alongside his dogs I thought oh do you know what he got me interested in dogs a bit more and then we got Zuko and um, yeah when Zuko turned for well, seven eight months we just started um, we just started doing a lot of um, you know free running but nothing too heavy really because I was quite conscious and I was still learning 
So I, I sort of adopted the run-walk approach with him. Um, we, he was on a handheld lead. We'd, we'd jog for a minute, stop, you know, walk for two minutes, jog for another minute, then slowly start introducing it to him to see if he'd be interested. And um, he's, just, he's just picked it up quite nicely, actually. Uh, so what, what breed is Zuko? Uh, now, Zuko is a lurcher, um, so he's a cross between a bull greyhound and a saluki. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, his father. Very fast. Yeah, very quick. His father's pure saluki and his, uh, his mom's uh, bull greyhound. I, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't think he'd be, uh, I, I thought, because you hear these stories about greyhounds that they're only built for a short burst of speed. Yeah. So I, I didn't think he'd do any big distances. I just thought, thought maybe he'd be happy to do the five the 5k and that beat and i was happy with that you know i was like oh, if he's going to do a 5k that's fine you know but uh <laughs> somehow um by accident don't know how this well as you do during trail running we got lost both of us <laughs> one day we're only we're only going out for a seven mile you know sort of hike slash jog yeah and we took a wrong turn and next thing i knew we were well over a half marathon distance oh, wow. and i and i felt I, and i felt so bad because it was not something i intended at all i didn't want to put him in that situation because he was just coming close to one i thought oh, he's far too young to be going this far and uh but he he coped with it absolutely you know amazingly he got home he played with the kids for about half hour and then went to sleep i thought okay that's like um there's a um, there's something there that, that shows he can go, you know, a decent distance. And um, yeah, we just continue to build up from there, really. It is, uh, it is interesting how they, how they sort of surprise you, isn't it, when, they, yeah. um, when they're going. So, um, so you, when did you get into the sort of canny cross equipment? So that, I mean, he was over a year, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> um, I waited till he turned one. Um, yeah. I was doing my research then, and I came across um, a DogFit um, website uh, then. Good. Um, I, I hadn't joined the um, Canicross uh, Trail Runners group yet. I joined um, the Cardiff Canicross group and um, because we moved to um, Bridgend, and there's a Bridgend Canicross group as well. So I joined those two just to get a bit more info, ask a couple of questions. And um, I got the starter kit then. Um, I thought, oh, you know, it's a brilliant um sort of set up really you get the harness um you know you get the the bungee and um you know you get um your belt i thought okay you know it's a nice three in one um package plus it did help that i could pay over three months um so i thought oh you know we'll uh, we'll start off with that and um the tricky part was actually measuring him i watched the youtube video on how to measure um your dog is like okay stay still now so i can measure your chest um <laughs> we tried it a couple of times but we got there in the end and somehow i i measured him measured him up properly and um we got our kit and i didn't start running with him in the kit straight away i just put the harness on him just so he could get used to it yeah um initially but i didn't just want to shock him um straight away we yeah. did a couple of walks with the harness and then I introduced the um, the line then, and um, obviously the the belt. And I again started doing what we were doing um, initially when we first started running. But this time, we'd run for half a mile. I take the the line off and let him free run for a mile, and then put it on again half yeah. a mile. So just slowly introducing it to him that way. And uh, like I said, he's just been brilliant. He just picked it up quite well. 
Oh, brilliant. How was he with the harness to start with? Which which harness is it that you use? Is it the, the dog? Is it well, the I use the, uh, we've, we've got two, just like any runner. You've yeah. got to have more than one, one piece of kit, really. It's like, <laughs> it's like running shoes, isn't it? You can't have one pair of running shoes. You've got to have loads. No, you can ask Michelle about that. <laughs> how many? Oh, at least, yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll not say how many. I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> um, so we, we started off obviously with the dog fit um, harness and then we got kindly gifted a uh, free motion um, harness uh, by uh, non-stop um, dog wear. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. um, so we've got those two. Um, he tends to favor the dog fit um, harness a bit more um, only because it's easier for me to sort of get that on him. He, yeah. He's a bit um, funny about me touching his feet. Yeah, you have to kind of pull the legs through it don't you yeah he, yeah. he doesn't particularly enjoy that um so i only save that if we're doing sort of really short you know if, when we when we were able to do park runs yeah um i used to use that then um but he, he favors the dog fit harness a bit more than and the non-stop it's interesting isn't it because i um i use the i've got a dog fit one obviously but i use the free motion with mm. my dog and and I she prefers that she runs better in that and she runs straighter in it actually so it's quite interesting how the different dogs do different things yeah. he, he runs in my opinion he runs far better um in in the um you know free motion is a better yeah. uh, fluidity with his runs with our runs mm. but um I don't like stressing him out before a run so mm. I, ju- I just rather just he be comfortable before we go out um, so we tend to again favor the dog fit one more. Have you done any longer runs with him uh, since he, you know, as he's a bit older, and you and you sort of canny cross more with him? Um, the longest one we've done after our accidental um, <laughs> f- f- 15, fifteen miles that we did, um, we did the Hawker half um, and the Hawker trail half um, here in um, uh, in Portalbert. It, it wasn't a Canicross event. Um, I just emailed the race director. I just said, look, it's a trail event. I've got my dog. I'd like to run with my dog. Um, yay or nay. He's like, oh, that's fine. It's like, you can run yeah. with your dog. Oh, that's and, good. Um, that's lovely. Yeah. And um, that, well, that's my plan of action this year. Um, any trail races I want to do, there's like a 10K or half marathon. This, so I'm just going to email the race director. I said, look, we're happy to start at the back. Um, I just, yeah. I just, I just rather run with him um you know so yeah we did that uh we did a trail half and yeah he was again that's that's the second time he's gone that far and um normally on our training runs if we're doing any long runs we tend to keep it at about eight or nine um but um it was interesting to see the first couple of miles or the first three miles he was ahead and then the remainder of it he just stayed by my side um all through and then at the last mile he just I was like, okay, it's time to let rip now. <laughs> Did, do you, does he have any, and I'm only asking this because I've just had a physio session with Pickle. Does he, um, does he have any um, strains or anything after he's done those long races or is he, is he all right? No, you don't he, notice anything? Don't, don't notice anything. If anything, he, he looks pumped and ready to go again, which is quite <laughs> scary. <laughs> Uh, really? <laughs> As you're sort of like lying around going, no, I can't do anymore. <laughs> I, I know he, he, he gets like a, I suppose he's the dog's equivalent, uh, uh, equivalent to a runner's high. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's itching and ready to go. 
um, again. But no, um, after any sort of strainers run we do, I tend to just give him a, a body massage and the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And um, I just try and get him to be a bit more relaxed because I know he's hyped. He's hyper, then he still wants to do stuff. I was like, well, no, it's not particularly great for you. Now, you've just done a big run. You need to, you know, relax. Um, and we tend to take like a day or two off then. Um, we'll just do the short walks after any sort of big run. We'll just do like a 20-minute walk the following day. And I just tend to do stuff with him in the house rather than, um, yeah. you know, take him out on long walks. He, he'll do it. He, he'll go on for ages. But I just, you know, I want him to recover properly. So. Yeah, we've got to hold them back sometimes, haven't they? Because, yeah, yeah, they would just keep on going. Mm. Yeah. That's sweet. Yes. Yeah. So, so I've had issues with my dog because we, uh, that she, if she does, because she pulls a lot. And uh, after a long walk or canny trek, trek we did, she couldn't sit down. Oh, <laughs> so I was just intrigued to see how he was after such a long. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because it wasn't very funny at the time. But yeah. over short distances, um, he 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 pulls like if we do a five k, he'll constantly be in front. Yeah. But the longer distances, he'll just um, trot by my side. I think it's because probably when we in our when we do our training runs, I tend to do a lot of free running. Um, mm-hmm. I don't you know put the harness on him that much uh, he, he'll do a lot of free running so he's going at his own pace and uh, when we do these long runs i tend to look at the way he's going if i see he's slowing down a bit um i'll slow down as well um mm. i won't sort of you know sort of edge him to keep pushing i'll just slow down a bit just give him a uh, two three minutes sometimes he just needs two three minutes to just recoup and then he's off again um so i i tend to adjust my pace um, to his pace, uh, well, he's quicker than me, so I have to really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's proper teamwork, isn't it? That's yeah. I love that. Yeah. Do you um do you do anything different for uh, so you you started racing? So talk to us about racing because you started that this year, haven't you? And I I race. Michelle doesn't. I say this all the time because I'm trying to shame her into racing. These days. <laughs> There's no one nearby. I know if there was, I would happily go and try one. Someone oh, wants no. to bring a caddy cross race to Bolton if anybody's listening. We need oh, no. to be Victor's approach and just say there's a trail run yeah. and I'm my dog. So uh, um, I, honestly, I'd encourage you know people. I, I, you know, it's it lets the the trail running community know that you know there are cross you know runners out there who are interested in these events and want to run with their dogs. And you know, it is the perfect terrain you know to yeah. run with the dog. We can't do road races no. with them, sadly. You know, you know, it's a it's a perfect opportunity for us to get a run in and to get the dogs you know active and exercised as well. Um, I mean, in terms of racing. I mean, we did our first proper race this year um, in January. It was a red kite um, 10K. Absolutely loved it. But I was, a bit, um, I was a bit apprehensive or anxious because it was the first one. Um, we've done park runs before. Um, obviously, they're, they're like, there's the odd dog or two. And I was always worried about his park run etiquette because he wasn't particularly pleasant. Um, around uh, around other dogs but um, I think that was down to me as well Um, what I started doing was instead of starting off um, I think I think what he needed and what I'd advise most people to do is always to do a warm-up do like a 10-15 minutes with the dog so all that excess adrenaline just 
you know, just wears off and they're in a calmer state yeah. um, to race. But um, obviously, this was our first mass event in January, and they were well over, well, more dogs than normal. And I've never been in that atmosphere where you just hear the dogs, they're all howling, all barking, all itching to go. And uh, we had like a staggered start, and we were the last to set off, which was perfect uh, for us. Um, all the other dogs went off first, so we just had time to settle in. And, um, you know, he did absolutely brilliantly. I've never seen him listen to instructions that much. He doesn't listen that much during training. Um, but in race days, he's, 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 he's a pleasure. You tell him left, you go left. Tell him right, you go right. Um, I don't know what it is, but he just seems to excel. So was it an uh, individual start that you did? Yeah, we did individual yeah. starts. Yeah. Um, I, so that Georgie, um, uh, we did a podcast, Michelle. We should have a list of the numbers. So yeah, can, right back in season yeah. one it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she races, and she races quite high. Uh, uh, you know, she's a high-level racer, and she, she gave some really interesting tips on start line. So, for example, like you say, the dogs get really excited, don't they? And yeah. When I raced, I, I sort of listened to what she said, and I literally got to the start line about 30 seconds before we needed to go and went, and, and we just went. So um, I had warmed up, which is always good, isn't it, when you're racing? Yeah. It's not, it's not slow. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, I mean, for me, what I tend to – like when we have our warm-up, I, I try to keep him uh, um, away from – not too far from the other dog, but in close proximity, um, but, you know, sort of at a distance. I'm just usually just sat behind him, just giving him a little rub down. Then he's usually calm. He's still barking, but you know, it's almost like a, he's, he's a calm type bark and he's, yeah. he just wants to go. Um, yeah. Basically he's not lunging at any other dogs. He's just, he's just ready to, uh, to go really. Although <laughs> it was, it was quite different when we did the beach, um, the beach run in Pembry. Um, because we all started at the same time. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I was yeah. about to say, I don't know if you've seen the video, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that because we were all we all started off the same time, and there were all these dogs, obviously all these dogs around us, and he just went behind me. I was like, "Gosh, what's happening here?" I was like, "Oh, quick!" We, I was like, "We got to spin." But luckily, we've done that a lot during um, our training runs when there's like a rabbit or screw that just pops yeah. out. You know, so you recovered it very well, actually. I yeah, was, I watched it, 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 very well. it was a perfect execution. Watching the video, brilliant. You should put the link to that particular we'll, video. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the link below. Yeah, you can tell that we've practiced that move quite a lot. <laughs> it's been very light on your feet, Victor. <laughs> So just just answer the next question that I was going to ask you. Actually, just talking about the Canny Cross Trail Runners posts there one made me smile last week where you said and I'll, I'll just quote what you what you wrote was the next non-canny cross person that tells me running with a dog is easy i won't be responsible for the next action so, <laughs> i think i might people do often say oh you're, you're getting a lot of help up the hills there that's cheating and that's yeah. easy what what are your thoughts victor because i often say my dog slows me down a bit i, I mean <laughs> just the, stopping the, to sniff things and you know if you the few ones I've done, um, well, not the few, the, the, the only one I've done is not a Canning Cross event was um, obviously the Hawker one. And there are a few people who made that comment. <laughs> and all I said was, do you want to take him and run <laughs> with him and tell me how easy it is? Because I think a lot of people underestimate how 
difficult it is. Um, I mean, it's a joy to run with your dog, but people don't understand. There's a lot of hard work that goes into getting the dog to that level. Um, you're thinking for yourself, especially on the trails, you know, you're thinking for yourself, you've got to be fast. You've got to be nimble on your feet. You've got to be aware of a lot of stuff. At the same time, you've also got to try and, you know, you know, positively control your dog to do um, what you need it to do at various times. So, you know, there's a lot of brain power um, involved there. Plus people say, oh, your dog's pulling you up the hill. They forget that you've got to move as well. Um, (laughs) It's not like the dog, it's not like you're on roller skates, you know, you've got to move as well. So there's a, there's a, there's a huge amount of work, um, you know, that that goes into running with your dog. It's not as easy as people um, think. And I always say, if anyone says, oh, that's cheating or that's easy. I remember doing the park run and someone said, oh, that's cheating, you know, without the dog. You know, you wouldn't have come um, the position. You would have done, like I say, a sub 20 minute uh, marathon, um, 5K. Okay. I, like, well, I, I was like, well, well, I have run a sub, you know, 20 minute 5K um, on my own. And it's credit to, to Zuko, really, um, because all those times running with him, he's actually pushed me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my leg turnovers are quite quick now, obviously, because of him. So there's a, there's a lot of added benefits, but it's not as easy as people think. I'd, lo- I'd love people to try it. I'm happy um, to offer Zuko, um, you know, to people to try it and see, and then they can feedback, you know, how easy it is. Uh, imagine that you're running and then a squirrel or rabbit yeah. pops out. Well, we, we both have high-prey dogs, don't we? We do have very high-prey drive dogs. Exactly. So, yeah, it's interesting you say that, that uh, Zuko's made you faster because I, I often describe Poppy seeing a squirrel as my fartlet training. Because <laughs> if she does a squirrel, she will run. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, so Pickles like that with ducks along the canal. So, we yeah, I often say that it's like that. But... Mm. What surprises me, because I've started doing a little bit of, because we're sort of out of season and she's been injured, I've, I've started doing a little bit more solo running for myself, which I am finding particularly hard, mm-hmm. um, just because of the motivation you have with the dog, yeah, with, that, with the dog there. But also, when you're canny crossing as well, mentally, because you're not focusing on you, you're focusing, and then you don't realise how fast and hard you are going, which mm-hmm. I, I love when I finish um, and yeah, and I'm finding that, you know, I've got to do easy runs. I've got to do steady runs and, you know, whatever. Mm. I find that really hard to, to adjust my pace now, which I've, which I've got to do. But you're right. Fitness is, is mad. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, Louis, it's the mental power as well, you know, um, and for a lot of people who, um, you know, who don't kind of cross, um, you know, mentally we're, we're constantly thinking about the well-being of our dogs while yeah. we're doing this, this runs. Uh, we're more interested in their well-being than, you know, ours at that point, point in time because, you know, they're so quick and, you know, they're so excitable. And, you know, you've got to know when to rein them in because there's sometimes they can, well, I mean, there's sometimes, I mean, Zuko, when he's running to a tree, <laughs> you know, because he, he's, just, he's, just going, he's just going so quick, you know, he thinks, well, he's young, so he thinks, you know, he's invincible and he can, he can dodge anything. But sometimes he, you know, he, he misses things, you know, and, you know, it's that mental power to, to have to, you know, know when to, you know, rein the dog, you know, when to tell him to push on, yeah. you know, 
you know, where, when to go left or when to leave it. If there's another dog or another runner in front and, you know, you see your, your dog's like going towards the hill and it's like, you know, just the, the mental power involved is so much and it's so tiring um, as well. So, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not easy at all. It's much more than a, a physical effort uh, running with a dog. It, it is. Yeah, it is. What's your favourite distance to race? Ooh, um, if we're going by this year, uh, <laughs> well, to, to race on my own or with Zuko? With Zuko. Um, I think we. I want to say um, a five k would be our best um, because we can just go for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had some incredible um, performances over five k. Um, I mean, when we did the Pembrey, the two-mile run, I've never run that fast. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, 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 I've never run that fast before. But it's bad not to look at your watch at all, is it? Because I've done that when I've started off a race and I'm like, when you oh, look no. at it afterwards, you're like, oh my God, did I really yeah, yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, look at it afterwards. Don't look yeah. at it during the race. <laughs> the, the moment you look at it during the race, that really affects you then because you're yeah. thinking, oh, no, you shouldn't be going this fast. Yeah. You know, just go with the flow. But no, I mean, the shorter distance is definitely because, you know, the Saluki and Greyhound in him is, um, is built for, for speed, really. He can do the, um, I don't have, well, I'm going to see how he does when he turns two, because I'm thinking if I can build him up to maybe 15 or a 20, a 20 mile race, but there are a couple of 20 mile trail races that I quite fancy doing. And I'd like to do it with him. Um, if he doesn't go past the half marathon, this I'm I'm over the moon. He's at half a half marathon distance. Yeah. Um, anyway, but definitely a 5k, I'd say, would be um, our favorite um, distance. Distance. You have to come and do the Canny Cross Midlands uh, series. But that's uh, that's in June, isn't it? It's the bank, no, they, um, I know they go through the season, so they go September and they go. Oh, through, yeah, oh. you have to look, look them up because they they do a nice little. Um, you know, you you'll have to travel a bit, but it's good for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, they, we don't have we don't have a lot in um we don't have a, a lot in Wales. Most of because when I first started looking into Canny Cross, I thought I was like, gosh, everything's in the Midlands. Yeah, I thought, oh, it's, it's it's a bit of travelling and it's a. It's a bit of planning as well. Yeah. Now, well, my, go on. My plan is perhaps not this year, but I need to plan it all properly next year. Um, seeing as we're getting into it now, and then he'll be a good age. Uh, I, I can have a lot of excuse then uh, with the wife and kids to travel. I was like, oh, look, now I've given you a year's notice in advance. <laughs> These are the events that we're going to do because that's what we tend to do. I lay out my race calendar for the year. Like, look, this is the event. And unfortunately this year, I haven't included a lot of Canny Cross ones. Um, it's just the local ones that I know oh, I can just go down and do. Um, but next year, uh, we definitely like to do the full Fur Nations, um, you know, competition. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, we're still learning about all of them, aren't we? And there's a lot more, mm. there's a lot more happening. Um, yeah. we, we see which is great but you've also got another dog so tell us about that yes i have didn't learn my lesson the first time round, so uh went back uh <laughs> for round two uh, <laughs> I, I mean it's funny going from someone who used to be petrified of dogs to, yeah. having, yeah. to having two now i mean that's a miracle in itself really um i mean we <laughs> we always well 
I'll use the royal word we, but really it's probably me. Um, <laughs> I always, I always wanted, um, I always had the idea of having two dogs. Um, but again, it was finding the right sort of dog. And then we got um, uh, Azula, or Zula, as the kids call her. Um, she's, I think she's perfect fit for us. Um, she's a Cocker Spaniel. Oh, wow. um, now, I didn't, in the beginning, when I was learning about Canny Cross, you when you think Canny Cross, you think, oh, sight hound, big dog, long limbs, fast. But man, seeing some of these Cocker Spaniels, move and pull the power they've got yeah I, I was blown away i was like how can such a, a medium well a medium-sized dog be so powerful and so energetic and um i just thought yeah i was like i'd love one um and um yeah we got um zula she's been with us three weeks now um she and zuko are getting on um it's good perfectly fine now um i still have to play referee when they play yeah. Um, because he doesn't know his size, he's too big. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, How old is she? she's um she's eleven weeks. Um, oh, no, so she's, she's still a puppy. Oh, she's still a baba. She is. Yeah. <laughs> she's still got a lot of growing to do. Um, but no, I can't wait to you know really sure. get into it with her um, as well. I feel she'll be the one. I mean, if she wants to do it, um, obviously. I feel that she's the one who can go a long distance um, yeah. over a set period of time. And I'm hoping, because she's a, a, a good size, maybe it might encourage my son. Yeah. To, uh, oh, amazing. Yeah. To, um, I mentioned it to him the other day. It's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, how old is he? Um, he's seven. Yeah. Um, I said, oh, there were, there, I there, were, there were kids in the... Um, for nations, I was like, that could be you in a in a few years' time. He's into rugby now, so at the moment he's not looking at any other thing. But I was like, oh no, you stick with rugby, build up a bit of fitness, and then you can come explore Canny Cross. Then oh, he'll love it. Yeah, my daughter, she's nine, and she's got into Canny Cross recently. But I can't let her go with Poppy on her own because my dog's far too powerful. Mm. She's similar breed to Zuko. Um, but she Canny Crosses with Mum's Jack Russell and absolutely loves it. So yeah, if you can find the right dog for him. Yeah. yeah yeah that's brilliant that's brilliant so yeah we'll keep posting in uh canny cross trail runners i can't even say it because <laughs> i love your post victor and oh, um, thank you yeah so if you if you're into your canny cross and you're not a member of that group go and um go and uh join it because it's uh there's loads people ask lots of questions in there don't they oh, yeah group. i love it yeah you you get a lot of i mean i've learned a lot is um you know i'm i'm part of quite a few groups um, but I tend to uh, obviously visit the Candy Cross Trail Runners um, group a bit more. I think I'm part of the Candy Cross Sight Hounds because I wanted to um, know a bit more about Sight Hounds um, as well. And um, no, if for anyone, I'd really encourage anyone who's looking to start out. Start out. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of um, useful um, tips on there as well, and a lot of people that are willing to help and share you know, their experience, what's worked and, um, you know, what hasn't worked for them. And, it, you know, with these things, it's, you know, you ask questions and it's just trial and error. You know, sometimes you just have to find what works uh, for you uh, and, and your dog. But, you know, it's a, great, it's a great resource pool. It is. Or go and find a canny cross trainer, dog fit. Yes. And uh, get a taster session and join. And, and as you say, join some groups. And, um, yeah, they, they can be really... some questions. Yeah. 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 That's brilliant. Uh, I, 
I've, I've encouraged quite a few people because um, obviously recently since I, it's been a whirlwind of a, a year of ambassadorship. Obviously, I'm lucky to be chosen to be one of the dog fit um, ambassadors, which is, um, which is just fantastic. And um, I've had a lot of canny crosses follow me now on Instagram, which is great. And a lot of people with dogs who are asking questions about, you know, how did they get started? Um, and I've, you know, just the, the advice you've given Louise is like, look, if there's a group local to you, you know, I can't recommend it high, highly enough, you know, join, join a group. Um, because dogs love it as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. And some, some people are a bit apprehensive because some people feel that, oh, you know, my dog's, you know, barky, they're not particularly friendly. I felt like that. I, I didn't particularly want to run with um because it's almost you feel like embarrassed, like, oh, your dog's going to show you up. But honestly, when, after I attended the first event where I saw this dog, I said, thank God I'm not the only one um, out there. They're all, they're all the same. And everyone who can crosses, um, they understand and they've been in that position before. And they're always willing to, you know, they're, they're always willing to help. You know, no one's going to, you know, look at you funny or, you know, everyone's just willing to help. And everyone understands if your dog needs space, if you need space, yeah. it'll give you that space, you know, as well. The community is so understanding. You know, fun, it is. You're right. It's a fantastic yeah. community. And, uh, yeah, perfect place to end, Michelle. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to chat to us. It's been, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank no, you. thanks for having me. I've loved it. So I hope you've really enjoyed that. If you've got any questions or you want to go and uh, follow uh, Victor, we'll put all the information in the show notes below. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you or you'll hear us. can never get that bit right. We'll hear us <laughs> on the next um, episode coming out soon. Take care.